it's funny when I watch you every time before you're ready to start podcasting, you always take a deep breath and then you look off into the sky. <laughs> Do I really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I feel like you should leave that in there. Okay. <laughs> that should be the start of the episode. I didn't even realize that I did that. So that's really funny that you bring that up. Um, do you want to know something else really funny? Hmm. I have another story. I always have a story. I know. I live my life pretty much. You really do. Like, uh, it's almost like a pastor because pastors are always looking for ways to pull their real life into mm. their messages. And so I think that part of my brain yeah. is still active. I'm constantly doing yeah. it for the podcast. So I'm still doing my late night workouts, uh, even though I should probably switch to mornings because I think I need more sleep, but I'm still doing late night. And so I finished my workout last night and I walk into the sauna and I did go earlier last night. I typically go at 11 last night. I think yeah, I, which you're insane <laughs> for going to the gym at 11 p.m. Okay, there's no one there. There's no I didn't no even know the gym was open at 11 there. p.m. Genesis is open Monday through Thursday at 11. So here's my routine. I go in, I work out, I do 10 minutes in the sauna, and then I do 10 minutes in the hot tub. I like have to rinse off between. but And then I hop in the hot tub, and it's great. And then I like, it's like a just chill little time. And I'm all, so I have been going later, but this time I, I think I walked in at 10. And normally there's like three people in the gym. There was like 50 people in the gym at 10. And I was like, oh, this sucks. There's so many. And it's honestly, it wasn't that bad because there was like 30 people playing basketball. So I go, I finish my workout. I go into the sauna and I've never been in the sauna with anyone else since I've been doing this for like the past three weeks. And there were two people in there. And I was like, and so like I do 10 minutes of meditation in the sauna. Like I just sit there. I don't look at my phone. I just set my timer and I just like focus on the heat and how uncomfortable it is and then i'm like <laughs> and that i'm like pushing through it well there are these people in there on the heat and the uncomfortable feelings of my body internally heating up i love it i really do and so there's two people in there there's a man and a woman and they're talking and so first off my thoughts are like oh, wait God, this is a co-ed sauna yeah it's a co-ed sauna i think it depends on which gym you're at yeah some gyms, at, like some YMCA's, have well, like them in the at Genesis, room and they have at the separate pool. steam rooms, but the sauna is shared. Um, Got it. So there's a man and a woman in there, and I walk in, and my first thought is, oh my god, they're talking. I just want to, like, I need to focus on my body heating up. Like, I can't do that if you're talking. <laughs> and so I sit down, and I don't say anything to them. I just close my eyes and put my head down. And then I start listening to their conversation because they're talking so loud. And it occurs to me that this guy is really into this girl and she does not feel the same way. And he is asking her all sorts of questions and she is giving him responses that cue that she does not want to be in this conversation, but he doesn't stop. And... It, it was so uncomfortable for me. I can't imagine what it was like for her. And then I realized, like, as I walked in, her her posture was, like, so tense. And, like, you could tell she did not want to be in the situation. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just, anyway, so he's just asking questions. He's like, oh, uh, what do you do for a living? And da-da-da. So I don't know how long they had been in there prior. But he's asking her all these questions. Uh, he was like, he asked her what she did for a living and she didn't even give him like a direct she's like oh i'm in um i'm in marketing like very just like answering the questions but not 
oh, yeah. I work at, you know, Coke Not doing marketing. Into exactly. It. So then he's like, uh, he's asked a bunch of questions like this. And then he's like, so what are you doing this weekend? And I was like, this guy's not about to ask this girl out. Like, there's no, <laughs> there's no way he's about to ask her out on a date. And she goes, well, me and my boyfriend. And I was like, oh, she just dropped that on him. And you would think, a, norm- you would think a normal Even person. she doesn't have a boyfriend. She's like, leave me alone. Yeah. Like nothing else I've given you has made you step away. That's the whole reason that Justin and I were dating for so long. And I was like, look, like I just need a ring on my finger, please. Okay. So this is what I wanted to ask you about after that very thing after this. So then she drops that on him and you would think that a normal guy would be like, oh, like take the hint, right? Like, Mm -hmm. no, he doesn't. Cause she's like, oh, I think me and my boyfriend, we're going to go out to eat somewhere and da 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 and this and that. He doesn't stop. He's like, oh, like, and which makes me feel like he was trying to overcompensate and that he was definitely into her and wanting to show like, oh, that doesn't, that doesn't like scare, you know, that kind of thing. Yes. Yes. Like I yes, wasn't hitting very, on you. I, yes. tr- I truly just want to get to know you. I don't know. It was just weird. So then he says, oh, where are you guys going to go eat? What's your favorite type of restaurants? And she's like, oh, you know, just, you know, we just really like anywhere. And so she's like, stop talking yes. to me. I am just sitting in the sauna. Yeah. And then he goes, well, where do you live? Because maybe I can give you some recommendations to the area that you're in. And she, he said, what intersection do you live at specifically? Uh, like, and I'm just like, dude, that is so fucking creepy. Like, why, why would you do? And she's like, oh, I live on the West side. And he's, she's like, he was like, where on the West side? I mean, that's all you need to know. You don't need to know what intersection. Where on the West side? If I live on the West side, and, he, and she I have goes, one set of restaurants. I can she go goes, to. oh, you know, the West side. And then that was it. And then anyways, he's like, oh, well, you should go check out so-and-so in this place and this place and this place. And uh. And then he started talking about how much money he makes. And that, and then anyway, she was like, all right, well, it was nice to meet you. I got to go. And she like walked off. And then and she's like, leave me the heck alone. I'm at the gym. And so she walks out. And then the guy said, well, that was brutal. And then I just didn't say anything. <laughs> I just kept my head down and I didn't. And he was kind of like, man. And I think he wanted me to engage with him, but I didn't. I just kept my head down. It was just sweating. And I was just like exhaling like. Well, Chris, you got what you wanted. You got to sit in your discomfort. (laughs) It was just a different kind. And anyways, he got out and it was just. So I had the thought like, damn, I don't experience this as a guy. But this is probably a reality for so many women every single day. And I couldn't imagine like having to put up with that every day. Yeah. 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 It's, it sucks. Like real, it sucks. It's just like, just give me my privacy. Like, so one time I was working in an office and this is a really quick story, very related. And I was working in an office and there was this guy that works there and I know exactly who he is. And I would not be surprised if he listened to this podcast and knew that I was talking about. Hi. Hi friend. Oh, that tight, that kind of, I, he, he, I feel like he always knows where I am. It's weird. Anyway. So this guy was working at this office, um, in this office building, and I worked on the second floor. He worked on the first floor. I, I, don't ask me why I know that. And <laughs> you have to like enter in the building in the basement mm-hmm. and then you like use the elevator. So we were standing at the elevator to go upstairs and I was actually with my office manager at the time. 
we were getting ready to go up. So I wasn't alone. I'm like eating a bag of Funyuns and yes. he starts, he like picks up a question and we, again, I have like two floors to go up. Right. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, Oh, you know, like, what are you doing? Where do you work? And I was like, Oh, up on the second floor. He's like, what are you doing today? And I was like, eating this bag of Funyuns. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't remember what. It was just so, and then he was like, Oh, cool. So he works on the first floor. Right. So the first floor, the doors open up. And he doesn't get And off. then he just like lets them close. And then we go up and then it's time for me to get off. And so my, me and my office manager get off, go into the office and he stays on. And then I like just go in the filing room and I like look at my office manager and I'm like, that was weird. Well, then like not even five minutes later, our office door opens up and it's him. And he was like, is Ashley here? And she threw me under the bus. She was like, yeah, she's in the filing room. Oh, no. She knew I was so uncomfortable. I had a boyfriend at the time. It might have been, no, I don't know who my, it wasn't Justin. Anyways, so I come out and I have to, he's like, can I get your number? And I'm like, I have a boyfriend. And he's like, can I still get your number? And I was like, what? No, no, you cannot have my number. I literally just told you, he was like, your boyfriend won't care. Like he was so persistent what the fuck? about getting my phone number. I'm not kidding. Your boyfriend won't care. And I was like, well, yeah, he would. Like that just makes me uncomfortable. Like I'm not going to give you my number. He was super, super, super persistent. What if you were like, I don't Let's call him and let's ask him. Like, let's just yeah. see. Hey, Phil, yeah. this guy thinks you wouldn't care. Would you care if I give him my number? Oh my God. Yeah. Literally that happened to me one time in Las Vegas too. This guy from Australia, his name was Ben or something. I don't know. He was like the owner of some underwear company. Good eye. He was like, can I take you to dinner? And I was like, no, I have a boyfriend. It was Justin. And he was like, Justin won't care. And I was like, yes, he will. And he was like, no, he won't. Let's call him. And I was like, okay. So we picked up the phone and called Justin. It's like two o'clock in the morning. Justin's on the phone with this Australian man who's like, can I take your girlfriend out to dinner? <laughs> what did Justin say? <laughs> I don't remember, but I just remember being like, look, you're, you're, you're nice. You're great. I have a picture with this guy on my phone. I'll send it to you. And I'm like, look, you're great. But like, I'm not going to dinner with you. I, and I was like convinced that he was going to, which I don't think so. Like I've stalked and found this man on the internet. He seems like a real human, but I was convinced I was going to get sold to human trafficking for that one. Like convinced. I was like, no, I'm not going to dinner with you. Oh no. So yeah. this freaking sucks, yeah. man. Why like why do people do creepy creepy know. stuff like that? Like I just don't like the thought that I had is like what is this guy thinking best case scenario is? Like he didn't seem like a like a a douchebag like type that's like oh I'm just going to try to bang this girl. It, yeah. I mean like he genuinely but I I I hesitate to use the word nice because he was being creepy, but seemed like a guy who was really looking for his love interest, you know, whatever. Yep. But it, yep. It, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, at least he's weird, asking genuine dude. questions. It's freaking weird. I just sent you the picture with that dude. I'm ready for it. Lara told me this story. So she yeah. used to waitress, and uh, she said that she had a customer that came in and just was asking for a number, wanted to take her out. Da da da. Said he would marry her. Anyways, and so then I don't know how they found this. Her brother found this, or someone found a posting in the classified section of the what is that what's the classified section it's not reddit it's a uh, on craigslist yeah craigslist someone found an ad okay. searching for lara they're like hey does anyone know this uh 
this brunette. She works at Mad Rocks, what? long legs, big boobs. Like she's got these big eyes, <laughs> like real fit, petite, bot, you know, like that kind of thing. <laughs> and I, I think it was Lara's brother that came across this and was like, Hey, I think this is you and told her. And it was totally the same guy. Like this guy was trying to find Lara. Cause I guess, he was a regular that came in and then Lara quit. So she had, you know, she was going to be moving or something like that. So he missed her. Like it was freaking weird though. Like what are the odds that Lara's brother would run across this and find this? I would feel scared if I was a woman that people do this kind of stuff. Yeah. But, and like that, but there's also the part of me, cause I hate it. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. But then you also feel bad for guys. Cause like, how do you meet people? You know? That's why I think Bumble or like the whole idea of like women choosing the man. I just is... met with a with a couple who met on Bumble and that was her thing. Yeah. She was like, I it's... just liked the idea of being able to initiate like if I wanted to. Yeah. Not feeling constantly pursued. Like <sighs> it's like I, th- I know some women I think enjoy like the pursuit like when you go to a bar and like the guys are like giving you attention but I'm literally like don't look at me you could pick me up with one arm and steal me like please yeah leave me alone steer clear so yeah uh, it's unsolicited advances from men is my like favorite reason like not getting that anymore is my favorite reason for being married oh favorite. my gosh hands down favorite reason and I will tell Justin that to his face <laughs> like I love look at this ring look at this ring look at this ring mm -hmm. i married because nobody gives a crap if you're just dating someone they're like oh he's a boyfriend he's not gonna last and i'm like no married married back up yeah if i'm i'm super interested if any of our listeners are listening to this i would love to hear maybe your worst encount like Share your stories. Spill the tea. Oh my God. Can we do can we do like a little story time thread in our Facebook community? We should. I would love I would love to hear that. Dude, we've had some we've had some conversations popping off, man. We had some people sharing some super helpful tips uh, about things in that group. So if you're not in that group, you need to get on it. Bridal breakdown community community. Yep. On Facebook. Facebook. There's a link in the show notes. But today, what are we talking about today? Today we are, I actually was scouring Reddit to see what people are struggling with right now that Chris and I can help with. And there was a post and I've seen this come up, which is the reason that I want to bring it up is because it's not the first time that I've seen somebody say this, Mm -hmm. but we've touched on moms quite a bit on this podcast because I think a lot of issues and pressure and conflict internally or externally comes from parents. And I had a wedding this year and I got feedback. Like, I love the photos so, so much. However, is there anything more with my mom? Mm-hmm. And in those moments, you just want to scream from the rooftops like, no, like I, your mom, if your mom wasn't around, like I don't have photos, additional photos of your yeah. mom with you. If she wasn't there, like I don't. If she was there, I have them. If she wasn't, but I think people are just reaching, hoping like maybe I did spend more time with my mom yeah. or like that isn't photographed. Like I just, I think they want it so badly, but the day comes and like they're so busy with a lot of other things and then 
afterwards the regret sets in of like, oh my gosh, did I even spend any time with my mom? I had one of my favorite couples from this winter sent me a message after the wedding and she's like, hey, I've been hesitant to send you this because I don't want to seem psycho, but I, I trust you. And she hadn't seen her photos yet, but she was like, I'm just so anxious that I don't have any photos with my mom. Like, I don't, can you assure me that I have something with my mom? Like I, I am freaking out about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if you remember me. No, I do remember you talking about this. So I think this is important to talk about prior to the day because the day of you're just so caught up doing all the things and being all the places and hosting all the people. And there's only one of you, but there's also only one of your mom. Like, yes, sure. All these other people are so different or not different, important, but I don't think we realize in the moment how important that will be to us later, you know? So the post, I'll read the post. And this is from Reddit. It says, This is from Reddit. We just found it in a wedding planning thread. I just got married. The day was beautiful. So much fun. And we left with a sparkler exit with no regrets and no complaints. For some reason, though, probably the luxury of not spending all of my waking hours on place cards and seating charts anymore. I'm starting to realize that I spent very little time with my mom at the wedding and did not do anything special with her. My dad got a first look, which I absolutely did not want, but kind of got strong armed into. My dad walked me down the aisle and we did the father-daughter dance. My mom didn't even get the chance to help me into my dress because she was running around doing so much beforehand, which is why you should have a planner. That's why you should have a planner. I feel terrible, beyond terrible. I feel like she put all this effort into the day and I did absolutely nothing to repay her. I just didn't think about it. I wish I would have worked in a hug during the ceremony or even danced with her on the dance floor once. We did get family photos and I'm hoping and praying the photographer got some good candid shots of her at the head table because we did sit next to each other. Has anyone felt this way? I think that there's a combination of guilt and just post-wedding blues, but I'm really upset about it. So I want to talk about this and I also just want to bring it to the forefront, bring it to your attention. Know that this is a way that you possibly might feel there's like <laughs> what there's fuzzies on my plant and I don't know why I got to look at this. Go get the fuzzies. Yeah. Well, Ashley checks that out. This is, this is something that we wanted to bring attention to. I mean, purely from the fact that this is a trend that we're seeing. Um, I actually just had a bride uh, that I was doing a, Oh gosh, what are they? A planning, like a planning session, the timeline meeting. And we were kind of talking through her timeline and I was so proud of her for saying like, you know, we've made some conscious decisions to make sure our family is not doing things on the day of the wedding. She was talking about how her mom and how other people like, we were going to have my mom do this and we we're going to have my uncle who's like a, ch- a championship barbecuer, uh, griller guy, like he was going to cater. But then we decided it was more important for us for our family to actually be a part of the day and to experience the day than to be doing things on the day just to save us a couple bucks. And I was so proud of her in that moment. I told her like, man, you have no clue the gift that you are giving your family by not giving them a duty that day. And a lot of times moms, I mean, they, let's just be honest. I truly believe that mothers are like the glue and the anchor in so many different family units. Like 
there's a lot of great dads out there, but moms typically like they keep it, they keep it together. They keep the ship afloat. And so of course on the wedding day, they are going to like be willing to do anything and everything for their baby, whether it's the groom, the bride, whoever, they're just going to want to do as much as they possibly can. And so we want to encourage you guys to think about that and to think about if you are having your mom, you know, set up catering or set up decorations, centerpieces, all of this stuff, like that's time away from you. Think about it. If she's doing centerpieces and she's setting up decorations, likely you're at the salon or you're in the hotel room getting your hair and makeup done. And that's precious moments that she could be spent with you and in the same environment as you. Um, And so if you don't intentionally keep her in your day, she will go and do other things. Right. Women naturally are such hosts. By the way, P.S., I investigated because it's very much bothering me. And I think my cat palm might be infested with spider mites. Like, go give it a wash. They're like the teeniest oh little things God. in the world. I've only heard of them. I've never seen them before. Your home is infested with spider mites. Uh, that makes me cringe. Okay. Sorry for anybody who is very... That makes my back feel um, weird. ...adverse to spiders. I also am... They're like, you can't even see them. They look like little dust speckles. I like had to stare very closely to see if they were moving. And I've heard of spider mites. Maybe they come out in the spring, which is why I'm just now seeing them. So I think I'm going to have to go give this thing a bath. I don't know. I just (laughs) sent a text to Ashley and I said, help me. What do I do? And so like I just moved my desk away from it. (laughs) I'm like, "Uh, don't come near me, please. Thank you. Um, anyways, oh, so gross. fun. Sorry for that. Let's get back to this conversation about moms. Let's dive but back in. Talk about mamas. Moms are so apt to help and be hosts. And how? Let's brainstorm. What are and like? I think part of this is just awareness because oh, yeah, nobody definitely. told me before my wedding like hey, you're going to want to spend more time with your mom or hey, you're going to wish that you did something with her and you're not even realizing you're doing nothing with her. Most of the time, always, most of the time, always, most of the time, mom helps bride get in her dress or mom helps, mom puts boutonniere on groom. Sometimes if there's a planner, planner puts the boutonniere on the groom, but there's this gap for moms and I don't know why that is. And so I like the idea, like if I were to go back, maybe I would have done a dance like with my mom, like a fun dance specifically for moms or maybe had like a mother daughter dance in general and have all the people come out with their moms and just have an excuse because we all like as a girl, like moms, when you get older, like your best friend and a lot of the time, not always, I understand that, but honoring them in some way. I think is really special and I think I don't know I even like that idea in that reddit thread where she said that she sat next to her mom at the a dinner head yeah table. the head table yeah yeah like I really like that and actually now I'm thinking I wonder what people in the comments said so while you're looking at that you I, I think you're talking you what you're getting at is let's brainstorm some ways that people can include their moms yes so while you're looking that up, uh, this last wedding that I photographed, well, it was a couple weeks ago, I photographed, um, mom was very much a part of the day all day long. And I think some of that was intentional. Um, 
so there's a couple aspects that I that I really remember like oh bride and mom are walking together I need to get photos of this but we were walking out to the party bus and it was me mom and mother of bride and the bride and we were walking out and they were kind of carrying some things and I was like oh my gosh let me capture this moment so I just ran you know 15 feet ahead of them and got photos of them walking and talking to the party bus little things like that well then they her parents actually got on the party bus and that's something I haven't seen you know parents being invited onto the party bus to be there you know typically it's like we're gonna have this kind of inappropriate time we're gonna listen to like get low and you know all this stuff on the party bus do we really want mom and dad around for that but all throughout the day mom and dad were kind of around even for portraits when we did bridal party they were there to just kind of help any way that they could talking you know just having little conversations with the couple throughout the day so I thought that that was really cool that they even invited them to be a part of that experience on the party bus yeah no I think that that and I mean they've been such a part of your life anyways yeah like I I think that that's unique so something that I found on reddit is and this makes sense and I see this all the time but this is a great thing to consider is instead of just having your dad walk you down the aisle, have your parents walk you down the yeah. aisle or like when you see this is caveat, but instead of let's say you have multiple dads, like you have a stepdad and a dad or you know, maybe you have two dads and one walks you like your stepdad walks you halfway down the aisle and then like your real dad walks you the other halfway. Like so kind of thinking in that terms with like mom. One of the main things that we just want you to do is just to be aware like Ashley said is you know if you do have a close relationship with your mother and you want her to play a part in your day if you feel like you could wake up you know a day two days a week after and go oh my gosh I didn't spend any time with my mom at the wedding we know not everyone is close to their parents Um, but if you are someone who is and you think that you could have some regrets you know around this be proactive. Start to think through it. Incorporate you and your mom's relationship into the day. If let's say that there was a song that you guys, I don't know, always uh, listen to when you were getting ready, I don't know, for school. Maybe it's I'm walking on sunshine. Ah, you know, that whole thing. Maybe when you're getting ready in your wedding suite, you play that song, you know, and it's playing. You know, while you're getting ready in your suite and you're doing a little dance in your robes with your mom. But That's it's sweet. just incorporating moments like just how you incorporated your wedding. Why? And you added you and your partner into the day. If your mom or dad is super close to you, incorporate an aspect of y'all's relationship into the day. It'll mean so, 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 so much to them and so much to you. Yeah, we this last comment I want to read because it's from a mother's perspective. And she says, as a mom. We do all of these things to take care of our children without expecting anything in return. We don't keep scores. Do something special for her, like take her to lunch to thank her, write her a letter, tell her how grateful you are for everything that she did. She will appreciate that so much. So that's another really good thing Aww. to keep in mind. Thanks, is like, Mom. That was a good moms, comment. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. They, they don't do it for, they do it like out of literally like wanting to just like help not because they're like I was I mean I'm sure some people are like that but like I wasn't included in this 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 it's but I know as someone who got married that that's something that I would have wanted to have thought about had I not had a very tiny wedding myself where I did get to spend a lot of intentional time with my mom gosh but like Chris said create these like points of intention like intentionally think I love the song idea 
love this song idea. <laughs> I can remember I shared a really special moment with my mom, but I mean that was during the son and the son mom dance, like the mom son dance. I don't know what do you call that mother son okay. dance. And mother son dance. It was great. Like I I I can be a little emotional. I remember crying and my mom was crying and I hope and our photographer did did a great job of capturing that moment. I don't even remember what was said during it. I just I can remember her telling me she was so proud of me and who I've become and this and that and but I, you know to think that like you don't get that with both of your parents. Like I would have loved to have had a moment with my dad, you know, like right? maybe not That's like exactly that. That's exactly what I was going to say. Think about the groom's not dad. Not like that, obviously. He gets nothing. <laughs> but a moment whether it's, I don't know. Gosh, I don't know. I, it, looking back now, I loved our wedding day, but man, I wish. And then I just had the random thought like, a lot of times these are the only types of events in your life that you get to do something like this. Wouldn't it be cool if like there was like a celebration of family, like you celebrated your family like every 10 years and you could recreate these moments in your family and it was just a big party that people threw you hired a photographer and everything and you could recreate these moments every five years every 10 years to where think about it like a parent is getting to dance you know a mother gets to dance with all of her children in one night you know a dad gets to like toast wouldn't that be so freaking cool i'm thinking about that now and i'm like damn we need to do something like that me too. I'm like, wait, we could like, we could all seriously so do. It's almost like a family reunion. Exactly. But with more intention outside of just like getting trashed and eating good food. That'll happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you just, you yeah, just add just more intention drunk. into it. You know, I love that. Love I'm going to talk to my, I really am going to talk to my family about that. That's I think that'd really be cool. That's a really cool idea. So the whole point of this episode and us just having this conversation is that I just don't think people think about it. And I think that there are so many other things that you're worried about. There are so many other things that you're planning. A, if you've already gotten married, don't let it beat you up. Like it's go have a special day with mom separate. It doesn't make your wedding any less of a wedding and like, don't let it be something that steals your joy. But if you haven't gotten married yet, know that this might be something that future you wishes you would do. So do yourself that favor and spend that extra time with the people who mean so much to you. And maybe that's not your mom. Maybe that's your sister. Maybe that's your granddad. Like whoever that special person is that you're like, I will really regret not spending extra intentional time with them. Think of ways you can actually like set up in your timeline and incorporate something for that person. Yeah, do it, do it. And if you're in your feels right now, we're wrapping this episode up. Give your mom a call. Tell her you love her. Tell her you appreciate her. Tell her how much she means you. It was just Mother's Day, but, you know, call her again. Do it again. Invite her out for mimosas. Go get mani-pedis. Go do something. Spend time with her. Tell her you love her. Yes. Yes. And have a good weekend.